You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Hello and welcome to Six Figure Dog Business on PetLifeRadio.com. Now, I'm your host, Ty Brown of TyTheDogGuy.com, and this is the show where we help you start or grow your pet-related business to a healthy six-figure per year or more income. Now, today's show is going to be a good one. It's It's got us going outside of the pet world to find an expert who went from zero to a million dollars in sales in less than 12 months, starting out without a list, without a product, without a name, without an offer. So stay right with us. We're going to be right back with Heather Havenwood. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Your pets will stay warm for the winter and be runway ready. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. All right, folks, welcome to today's show. I'm super excited because, uh, like I say, on the show, as you know, we often have a lot of pet-related experts, and I love going outside of our field because it's great to see perspective from people that aren't selling dog training and pet sitting and stuff like that. So today we've got Heather Havenwood. So first off, welcome to the show, Heather. Thanks for being on. Thank you, Ty. And uh, before we get into the meat of this story, and that's where I want to spend our time today, give us some background. Who are you? What's your background? Who's Heather Havenwood? Well, first of all, the most important thing is I'm a dog lover, right? So I got to get that out of the way because I'm a huge (laughs) dog lover and my dog is my child. So huge dog lover. But honestly, you know, I've been in information marketing business for 15 years. I got started way back in the day in 2001. Believe it or not, I have actually a master's degree in online digital marketing from Full Sail University, which is crazy. But basically, my whole entire life has been in the world of selling information or selling information online or offline, right? And so I have multiple multiple years experience in that. And, and what people ask me, what do you do? It's always kind of this weird question, right? Because it's like, I take information and knowledge out of people's heads and be able to create it in such a way that can leverage their time and sell it online. Now, back in the day, online 2001, it wasn't really that big. So I did it in seminars, right? You drive somewhere, mm-hmm. park, you pull up, you go to a, a room and with a bunch of tables, and then you start selling people. So really in the world of sales, it's all the same, right? Presentation in front of a room, presentation online, it's all the same strategy and it's all the same principles marketing and sales converting that's really who i am what i do what were you selling back then in 2001 in seminars 
I was selling real estate investing. So if you saw the infomercials, like, do you want to control your life? Do you want to own a business and buy and sell real estate? Come to the seminar one o'clock tomorrow. You know, like that. That was, yeah. you find me and the people that I worked with. And yeah, so I did that for about seven years. I traveled the country. And it's, it's really interesting, Ty, because you learn sales quickly when you're mm-hmm. looking at someone's eyes, not behind a screen. Like you're looking at their eyes or body language and you're asking them for three grand at the time. That was yeah. And like they get all like weird. And so you you actually have to learn one how to ask for that money, you know, for yourself. And then you have to learn how to do it in such a way that they feel like completely elated and excited to give you three thousand dollars. So it was a skill set I'm glad I learned. And now I just take that skill set and put it online. That's awesome. Who was the personality that you were selling whose program? Multiple personalities. I mean that sounds bad. That sounds bad. Multiple personalities. <laughs> Let's put that back. It was multiple people. So me, myself, I had my own products. I worked for a company called Dynatech. They had things called like Forex Made Easy. They had Juan Legrand, Robert Allen. I mean, on and on it goes. Yeah, there was a ton of companies that I worked for that we represented the personality. Yeah, so way back in 1998, I was uh, 17 going on 18, and I got a job in a call center selling your leads. So oh were you Robert Allen Institute one? Because uh, We were Russ Whitney, if you remember Russ, Russ Whitney. Whitney. Oh, my. Yeah. You know, my counterparts worked for Russ. Did you live yeah. in Fort Myers by any chance? No. Here in Utah, uh, I, I grew up in California, moved here to Utah when I was 17 and had to get a job to pay the rent. And so they thought I was in my 20s. And so I start selling this real estate stuff and I have no idea what I'm even talking about. Well, exactly. Um, that you and I were in different sides of it, right? So we would pull the leads in and we didn't sell them. You got them or vice versa. Mm-hmm. That's how it worked. Yeah, that's that's what we did. Yep. yep. Companies <laughs> like, like yours would sell my company leads and we would try yeah. to sell them big coaching packages. And, yeah. And it was the best sale. I'm like so much rejection. So much. Yeah, you learned rejection. Yeah quickly yeah when you walk into I mean, for us we travel so we'd walk into ohio or Peoria, illinois wherever we were and we had like you know 90 minutes to sell 100 strangers hopefully into a three thousand dollar product in 90 minutes i mean it's like click click you know you learn quickly yep. to ask for the sale you know you don't have much time so yeah but those are great you know to this day i still go to those presentations just to learn better sales stuff like i'll go to robert kiyosaki's when he comes into town and stuff it's wonderful sales training to do it but also to even observe it so that's cool yeah that's well, you and I came from the same world, just different sides. That's oh, yeah. Yeah, it was fun. Well, I want to hear this story from you. And so so let's kind of get into, let me give the audience the headline, which I already kind of did. But, you know, you went from zero to a million dollars in sales in less than 12 months, starting without a list, without a product, without a big name in the industry, and without even an offer. So let's run through how does that happen? Give me some details here. Yeah, so a couple things at the stage of it, right? This is 2006, 2005, <laughs> at the time. And it was a guy who was in real estate investing. But you know, he was a guy that wasn't out there speaking in this what we call speaking world. So in, in the world of information marketing, I'm just going to break it down for you. We had the people that do it, right? And the people that speak about it, not always the same, by the way, sometimes they stop doing and just teach. And you know, there's a lot of negativity around that. But sometimes they do both. And this particular gentleman was like, Hey, I do this all day long. I really know what I'm doing. I want to be out there teaching people. And so he first hired me as a consultant. And then we went into partnership together. He's like, hey, I don't know this whole world. I just know how to buy and sell houses, right? I don't know how to do Mm -hmm. all that stuff. And it really is a whole other world. You know, when you get into how do you take the knowledge and information out of one's head and put it in a place where people actually want to give you, you know, $100 or $2,000 or $4,000 to educate them in a skill set. 
And what's interesting about real estate investing specifically is that you think, you know, no one teaches that stuff. Uh, you know, no, you don't go through college or high school. I don't care if you go to Yale. No one teaches that stuff. So it's this kind of unique education experience. So I said, okay, well, I created, you know, he had no name. He had no list. He had no website. He didn't have any of that. And so I had to create all that. And we went from zero to a million dollars in the first year alone. And that business is still running today. And so it took something because we had to take this no name dude, you know, basically, and create a story, not story meaning like truth, but, you know, as an essence, a brand around him, Mm -hmm. such that people go, hey, this guy knows what he's doing. I'm going to buy from him versus like, you know, Robert Allen Tudor, you know, or Carlton Sheets or Russ Wendy, all the other ones that are out there. And it's a really interesting way to say, hey, how do I put myself out there when everyone's teaching real estate investing or dog training or whatever? It doesn't matter. You know, there's tons of books and stuff like that out there. How do I make it so that I'm unique? You know, I'm the the king of the industry and people pay me thousands of dollars to train my dog or teach me how to buy and sell a house. How does that work? Mm-hmm. And so it's part of that process. So we in a lot of what we did was affiliate training, right? Affiliate listing. Other people had lists and we would swap or we would sell to their list for a percentage of sales, kind of the same thing you're talking about. You know, pushed our product to their list and uh, they made a percentage on what we made, right? So that's called affiliate marketing. That's pretty much how we built from a zero to a million dollars in the first year because he had nothing. You know, he had no list. Awesome. And so, so what I want to do is I want to kind of pull out some aspects of this story. Sure. And I kind of want to go through the history of, all right, here's one of the first things I did. Here's one of the second things I did. And then kind of compare it to how we can like, or figure out how we can compare that to, let's say a dog trainer, just because I yeah. know a big amount of people that listen are dog trainers. And so, so here you have a guy and essentially his asset was, I know how to do something. Yeah. He didn't have a storefront. He didn't have an email list. He didn't have a website. He just had, I know how to do something. And so this resonates obviously with our audience quite a bit. It's dog trainers and pet sitters and dog walkers. And like, I know how to do this very, very well, but he didn't have a way to package that information into a product, into a program. So talking to this dog trainer with your experience with this gentleman, what's the first thing you're telling that dog trainer to do? Okay, so let's break it down for a second. So with this particular gentleman that I worked with, what he taught or what he knew how to do is he knew how to teach a skill set to have people, what I call, make money, which what that really is, is teaching people freedom because mm-hmm. what people are buying is freedom and freedom with freedom comes self-confidence and self-confidence comes different things, mindset, life, having a great life, happy life, okay? So in the world of dog training, what I would sell be selling is freedom, Right. Mm-hmm. Free from the experience with their current pet, which we all know. I mean, you know, at least my experience of dog training is that the dog trainer really is a human trainer on how to deal with a dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So my experience, it's like it's really training. The dog trainer really just teaches me how to deal with the animal. Right. Because the animal is like, you know, just dealing with how you do things. The same thing with the real estate investing that we taught people how to deal with the current laws in the thing called real estate busing. We just taught them how to deal with it so that they got freedom for their lives. And that's what you would do. That's what I would do if I was dealing with the dog trainers. How can they sell information such that basically the client gets freedom from something? That's what I would start with. So what I'm hearing is, you know, what 
obviously might be termed like positioning or something. It's not really positioning. It's what are you selling? I mean, that goes deeper, okay. right? Because positioning is like, you know, how you look and feel. What's the dog trainer, the big guy's name? I forget his name. The dog whisperer. Oh, Caesar Milan? Yeah, Caesar Milan. He's got a particular, and sorry if I don't know his name, I apologize. But he's got a particular positioning and brand around him. But I know there's other people that are as good as him, right? Or as better, or maybe possibly better teachers. And they're going, why can't I be like him? Like, what, what made him so special? It's because they, he has someone like me. Going, this mm-hmm. is what we're going to be. We're going to position you this way, and then people are going to listen to you, and they're going to have you on publicity because we can tie this into human behavior. And when you understand this, you're going to have freedom from something. And that's what I want you to get is like you're, you have to get clear what the heck you're selling first before you can mm-hmm. position it. And I think this is so important for people to understand. And I think our industry sometimes can be lacking with this, myself included. But I see a lot of folks that what they're selling, you go to their website, and what they're selling is, look, here in six weeks, your dog's going to sit and your dog's going to lie down and your dog's going to, you know, these are good things, right? And that's what they're selling. But what the person is wanting is something else. The person's wanting their problem solved. They're wanting the freedom. And so, you know, I always tell people, no one woke up this morning saying, gosh, I wish I could go find six group classes of dog training. (laughs) You know, no one woke up saying that, but someone did wake up saying, oh my gosh, my dog crapped on the rug again. I need someone to fix this. You know, I need the freedom from worrying about this or the freedom of being able to take my dog off leash to the park without him running off. And, And so I often feel that dog trainers and pet sitters and dog walkers are speaking a different language. They're talking about, here's what I can do. And the owner is talking about, here's kind of the, you know, here's the feelings that I want. Here's the emotions that I want. Yeah. Is so the same the question thing? would be like, what's the frustration? I mean, you knew this in sales, right? And you're on the phone with this lead. It's like, why were they even going to this event? I mean, why were they, if maybe they're mm-hmm. an engineer, maybe they're a current, I mean, what's interesting about real estate investing specifically is the average age. It's a white male between the ages of 40 and 60 and they're educated, right? So it was like, why in the heck are they sitting in a seminar about real estate investing? Mm-hmm. They want freedom from something. If they think it's going to provide, doing this skill is going to provide freedom for a release of stress, providing family, whatever, debt, whatever it is. There's some kind of frustration that's on their back that going to this event is going to free that up. You have right. to treat like that same way in dog training. If I have a dog and I'm trying to like live my life and I got kids and all this and the dog's doing something that like crappy on the floor or whatever it is, like I want freedom from this problem. And I don't want to get rid of the dog, right? Because then I don't want that issue with the family. But I just want to like have a great dog because I have to deal with the dog. You know what I mean? It's the freedom from dealing with, that's what they're ultimately selling. Yeah. And if I imagine like if in your seminar, if you're like, all right, here's what we're going to sell you guys. It's a workbook and it's a CD course and yeah. it's some, you know, like no one cares about that. They want the freedom. They don't care about the stuff. I mean, ultimately they care because they got to pull out their checkbook. But but really what they care about is like in this case, the freedom. So so to kind of encapsulate what I think I'm hearing us dog trainers, pet sitters, dog walkers, groomers need to actually even dog grooming. You know, you're not selling dog grooming. You're selling somebody's time back. You know, you're selling that they don't have to do it. And and that they can just drop the dog off and pick it up. I think it becomes, you know, we have to be very clear about what we're selling. And that's yeah, what I'm I, hearing from you. I have to say for myself, you know, I'm a dog lover, obviously, and I have my dog. And I can't tell you how many times, I mean this in the most loving way, in my experience with groomers and, and like that, they really are bad at selling. Like, I'll call them like, hey, I really need this. And they're like, we're busy. You know, and mm-hmm. I'm like, yep. <laughs> 
dude, where is your sales 101, people? Like, did you write my name down? Are you going to call me back when you're not? Like, are you going to get my information? No, they just hung up on me. I mean, because I'm dealing this with my, right now. I have an older dog. She's like 12, 13, and I'm nervous about taking her to a groomer. I, you know, they, they're sometimes rough with her, and I really mm-hmm. want to sit there and watch it just because she's got bad hips and all that. And so I thought, okay, I'll have one come to me, you know, like the little, and I called like four or five. I live in Austin, by the way. And they all were like, yeah, we're busy. Yeah. Like they answered their phone. I was like, where's the basics? Like it's bad. Yep. If you're great with dogs and you understand dogs and the behavior of an animal, then you understand what they want, right? What well, they want love and they want attention and they will act out if they don't get this, right? Same thing with human beings, right? That's mm-hmm. sales. Sales is attention and loving. And like, we thank you so much for calling us. We just so would love to work with you. And like, I can't give in for three weeks and let me get your number so I can call you if something opens up. Okay. I love you now, right? Mm-hmm. It's all about loving and figuring out what you're really selling. What you're selling is freedom for the client. And you've got to get real on what you're selling. If you don't, what's going to happen, it's like a burden. Clients are going to feel like a burden to you mm-hmm. if you don't yeah. care on what you're selling. And that's when burnout comes. And that's, yeah, there's so many other like ancillary problems that come if you're not identifying what you're selling. That's awesome. I really hope because, you know, this is so critical for our industry to understand and often so often overlooked. They want to get that website. Here's what we do. Here's this, there's and this. And, and they haven't taken the, you know, a moment to stop and think what that person actually wants to buy. Right. Uh, they really so, don't. I mean, I've gone to a groomer, you know, in the last couple of years. I'm not going to them now. I have not gotten, by the way, I've gotten zero communication from them. I've gone, I've gone to them like four or five times, right? Uh, because they're just nearby. No email marketing, nothing. No mail. I mean, of course, no mail, no phone calls, nothing. I've been there in five years. And I haven't moved and they haven't moved. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like there's something about you can come to us. You need us and we don't need you. Mm-hmm. Like they love the dog, but they don't want to deal with a human being. And I got, I mean, I actually got that feeling like, okay, great. We love your dog. He's adorable. But like you as a human being, he just give us your credit card and move on. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> I say that the most loving way because I'm a dog person. I get it. But you're in a business, right? And a business is about the product, which is taking care of their love of their life, which is their animal. But it's also about feeling like when they're at work or where they're wherever, feeling like, okay, my dog is secure. It's happy. It's not upset right now. It's it's getting beautified, whatever it is, or it's getting trained, whatever it is. And they want to feel that they made the right decision for their baby, like a child. I mean, that's for me, that's how I see my animal. Awesome. Awesome. So I want to get deeper into into what you would do or what you would recommend based on what you have done. But first, I want to take a quick break. Stay with us, folks. We're going to come right back with Heather Havenwood. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. My Golden Retriever Sundance is a lot more playful now. She has more pep and energy. Tons of energy. Happy the rescue dog is happy the healthy dog. Petey is having fun again. He's got a shiny coat and a good healthy weight. Molly's been having four scoops a day. She pushes her little bowl all the way across the room, emptying every last single crumb. She has slimmed down and gotten this puppy look. She's got life. She's got energy. We get asked all the time when we're at shows, 
how do you get your dog so healthy and shiny and glossy? D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. 859-428-1000. The omega-3 fatty acids. Flaxseed, zinc, alfalfa. The digestive enzymes that are cooked out of regular dog food. Dynavite is nutrition. Just feed your dog right. Do the Dynavite. 859-428-1000. Dynavite for life. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Hi, I'm Dana Humphrey, the founder of Whitegate PR. We have been specializing in PR and marketing in the pet industry for over 10 years. If you have a pet product or service you would like to promote, give us a call. We can help create awareness for your brand on TV, radio, magazines, newspapers, and blogs. Feel free to reach me directly at 619-414-9307 or learn more on our website at whitegatepr.com or follow us on Facebook. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com All right, we're back and we're talking with Heather Havenwood and she's talking and telling us the story about how she was able to take a business from zero to seven figures in less than a year without a list, without a product, without a, a name in the industry. So we spent a lot of time talking. I'm glad we have because... If that's all any person pulled out of this interview, I would be thrilled, you know, to really nail down what it is you're selling and what people want to buy. But what's next? We've, okay, you know, so you've determined what they want to buy. What's next? Well, cross marketing. Let's just go there. So if I started a business today in Austin, in the, anywhere in the dog world, the first thing I would do is I would actually go to any business that's not mine, right? So if it was, if I was doing grooming, I would go to local pet training. I would go to pet supplies, whatever, local, because there's a small local here in Austin. And I would say, hey, I want to cross promote. Like Mm -hmm. I would do an affiliate deal with them. Like, can I email your list and say, hey, there's this new groomer in town and anybody that comes to me, I'm get you whatever, a referral fee or an affiliate link. You do affiliate links through internet marketing now. So you could track that. So it's trackable, right? But here's the problem you're going to come up with. I think I'm guessing that if I go to the local pet store, there's one down the street from me here in South Austin, they don't have a list. Yeah, typically they don't. And so I would say in all this, like is great, but it won't make a difference because my question to everyone listening is, are you building a list? Are mm-hmm. you building an email list? Do you have, can right now, can you log in somewhere and see every single customer that has come through your doors, quote unquote, in the last year and a half, two years, three years? The answer probably is no. If you're not doing that, then you don't have a business. That's how I look at it because your business is only as good as your customer base. And if you don't understand what your customer base is, you just rely on them to show up. Forget it. Like you mentioned with your groomer, you know, he could be having repeat business from you. You know, let's say he was keeping in touch with you like he should and you're coming in six times a year. I mean, there's 600 bucks a year. There's 500 bucks a year that he's missing out on because he's not keeping in touch with you because he doesn't have a list. Right. There's no referral program. Like I have another dog, a small dog that's younger and needs to get, you know, clipped all the time. And I don't get any kind of, hey, you've been here in three months. Here's a 10% discount or whatever, you know, or mm-hmm. here's come in now for the next week and we'll give you like, you know, an extra day clipping, whatever it is. They're not encouraging any repeat business. Now, mm-hmm. I will say I live in Austin and the problem with Austin right now is that there's a ton of people moving here and businesses are overwhelmed and like they have too much business, which is just weird. <laughs> so if you want to start a dog business in Austin, you'll be full of business in five minutes because there's just not enough mm-hmm. to 
fulfill the need. But at the end of the day, it's still customer service on just a little level. I'm not even asking like, you know, going high-end advanced marketing here. I'm talking like basic conversation. If you get a customer in, continue the conversation. And that could just be a simple email marketing. Now, I believe in businesses should be emailing once a day. Now, I know people are like, what? You know, so I'm just going to calm that back. But at least twice a month, you know, with some kind of communication about what's going on or, you know, a highlight of their the dog of the week or month or whatever it is, some kind of communication. My vet so- is actually really good at that, but everything else is not. Gotcha. So you email your list once a day? Yeah, I email my list once a day. I also run a weight loss company, a local weight loss company, a brick and mortar, right? Mm -hmm. So we do about once a day with that as well, mainly because we're highlighting ours is a weight loss. So we're highlighting our clients weight loss and they're losing weight and they're feeling good and newest product out and whatever. I mean, we're constantly in communication with them because we want them in top of mind. We Mm -hmm. want top of mind, top of mind, top of mind all the time. In fact, for listeners, I did a podcast on this uh, a few podcasts ago on the email marketing that I do because I'm up to emailing twice a week. I've thought about getting to that once a day. You know, I follow Ben Settle. I don't know if you know Ben Settle. Yeah, I love Ben Settle once a day. Yep. Gotcha. So I've been I've been thinking about getting to that once a day, and I'm a little nervous, a little scared of doing that. But obviously, you find that it works. How many unsubscribes do you get? Like, what's your unsubscribe rate? I don't even look at that, to be honest, because here's why. When I first got started, I looked at that. I'm like, oh, my God, you left me. You know, it's freaking out, you know. And uh, I really learned quickly from someone, a mentor of mine. I don't remember who it wasn't been settled specifically, but it was somebody. So you can't look at that one. You just can't look at it. Let it go. Yeah, you can look at sales. You got to look at sales. But also, if they leave, then they're not a customer. It's fine. Like, let them go fine. Like, thank you for being on my list and have a great day. Like, send them love. So I just stopped looking at that. With technology where we're at today, okay, we are constantly inundated. Constantly. Okay? Mm-hmm. Can't figure that out yet. We're constantly inundated. So to be able to be a business on top of mind, you have to be just the same or about that. You have to constantly be in communication. And mm-hmm. if they don't want you, they'll unsubscribe. They're like, I no longer have my dog or like I just don't have that. I want that to need anymore or I moved or whatever. But most people, right, if you're a local business and they don't need you right away, they won't unsubscribe. They're just like, well, I don't need it right now. Like, well, you know, when, it, when he emails me in two weeks, I'm like, oh, yeah, I need that again, right? So it's about being in front of the customer consistently. It's like you don't look at the billboard and go, okay, billboard, now you need to take that down Monday through Friday and then come back up. You know what I mean? Like, and it's, I always make the laugh is um, like, you don't turn on Fox News or I'm a Fox News girl, CNN or whatever your thing is and go, okay, for 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. every morning, we're going to do no commercials. You know, it's never going to happen. So why would you do the same thing to your business? Why would you? Gotcha. No, that's a good way of looking at it. So I want to ask you about one more component of what you did, but just to summarize here. So the first thing you did was you nailed down exactly what it is you're selling. Yeah. Second thing that you did is you got yourself in front of your target audience by going to complimentary businesses. And folks can do this. Even without email lists, you can go to your vet and you can do little seminars or you can go to your groomer and you can get you know your materials in there. So there, even without the email list, there's a way to start this with cross-promoting. Third thing you've mentioned is get that email list going so that you can stay in front of your people, which like I say, I'm a huge proponent of. It's like the absolute cheapest marketing you can do. You get yourself an autoresponder and you stay in front of people and eventually they'll buy or they'll leave or they'll stay on there and will likely refer you even if they never buy anything from you. All right. So we've identified, we've gotten in front of our audience through cross-promoting. We've got our email list. The last thing I want to talk about these last couple few minutes 
is how do we craft an offer? You know, how did you craft an offer? Because this guy is selling real estate knowledge. You could have turned that into a book that sold for 20 bucks. You could have turned that into a $20,000 mentoring course. Like, right. how do we know how to craft that offer? Well, I mean, it's a... I mean, that's an entire seminar within itself, right? Yeah. <laughs> but it, just in the world of like a what I call a simple funnel, I'm just going to go really basic, is like you have information pamphlet, which is what I call low value. You're not really teaching, you're giving overview. And then you have like a service. Service of is I'll take your animal and I will train it. And then you, you know, I what you get back is this amazing animal kind of thing. You give it to me, I have it for six weeks or whatever, and then off you go. And then the next level is I'm not only going to train the dog, I'm going to train you and the dog. Like I'm going to be mentoring the family. And that's another yeah. level. And then on top of that, it's like I'm not only going to mentor the dog and you, I'm going to teach you how to be a great trainer for future dogs. I mean, that's another level. Mm -hmm. I've never had any trainer say that to me. Like, I'm not only going to train you and the dog, I'm going to train you how to be an amazing trainer. Like, oh, that's awesome, right? <laughs> so cause I'll probably have another dog in my life, right? So that's a higher price point. The point I'm trying to make is from low dollar to high dollar and funnels, just like you see that with coaching models. You can mm -hmm. do the same thing with any kind of business, right? Here's a great example, the grooming. I would love if uh, they had an option like, hey, for, I'm making this up, $20 or $50, $80 a month recurring, you're on a monthly membership with us, you get, you know, 12 grooming and this, they give me some package. Mm -hmm. This is all, one off, one off. And I never got a discount. I went there like five or six times. I never got a thank you for coming back. Give you a bone discount. Like something like that would be really great to create an offer to encourage a repeat business, but also move them into a membership or a long-term client. And that's what offer is really about is moving people from no like and trust, who the heck are you? What do you do? To, oh my God, I'm going to be with you for a long period of time. That's what really an offer is about, moving them yeah. down the chain. Yeah, in fact, uh, I'm glad you mentioned that because we're we're doing renovations. We're moving into a new 12,000 square foot facility, my business is, and uh, we've never offered grooming, but we're going to start offering grooming and we're not going to offer it as a one-off. It's going to be only a membership style grooming. You pay X amount per month and you get you get X amount of baths and brushes and you get X amount of this. We'll have different tiers and stuff like that. So, so yeah, you're kind of confirming what I thought was a good idea. Hopefully, it's a good idea. We'll have to see. So. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. But that's part of the offer is moving people in. So like, yeah, with the with the gentleman I worked with and still, I mean, I do this myself is start off with, you know, they call it a free offer, a free trial or a taste for who you are. Like you can go to mm -hmm. my website, HeatherHavenwood.com and opt in. I give you a taste of who I am all the way up to working with me one on one. Right. So that's a higher price point. And then all the way to me actually doing the work for you. That's a higher price point. That's taking you down the line of of what my services are. Right. Mm hmm. So the more high touch, the more high price, right? So that's how that goes. And why why are you not doing that with your business today? You can do that in tra training as well. Exactly, exactly. Awesome. This has been some amazing information. So you mentioned if folks can get on your list or learn more about you, what's the best way to do that? They can go to heatherhavenwood.com and they opt in. They get three free chapters of my audiobook, Sexy Boss Inc., which is basically about my story and uh, how I kind of went through this in my business myself. So you can check that out. Or if you're interested in working with me, like, hey, I mean, I want to work with you one-on-one, -on -one, Heather, just go to heatherhavenwood.com and the array hand size is work with Heather. Click on that and um, have a conversation. That's awesome. 
Awesome. Well, thanks, folks, for listening today. I encourage you to head over to PetLifeRadio.com, click on Six Figure Dog Business, and listen to all of our episodes. And then while you're there, listen to all the other shows because there's a ton of amazing shows on Pet Life Radio. Huge thank you to Heather today for being with us. And we can't wait to, uh, to talk to you on our next podcast here. Talk to you soon. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.